0: Welcome to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. On this bi-weekly podcast, we're your hosts, Athena, Mama
1: T, and Meme. And here on this podcast, we'll find ways to cope with motherhood, laugh our woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt, all in the hopes of helping us all feel a little less torn.
0: On today's episode of Torn, we will be discussing what we have learned through the various seasons of our child's
1: life. As I was reflecting on lessons, I kind of struggled um, to recall. All of it feels like it messes with my memory, Um, but I think if I reflected each year, I think there was a different focus. Um, My first one was to focus on small moments. I, um, I proposed the challenge to Athena when she had her first infant um, to take a picture a day. And then um, I was committed to doing that when I had my first child and it helped me focus on like the stages the development um sympathize with making such a big ask of a new mom
0: (laughs) I was gonna say did you ever come to the realization that taking a pick every day is
1: kind of absurd (laughs) (laughs) definitely and in um Going back through them, I can always remember the ones that are like, yep, today it's going to be a PJ shot asleep in your crib at 11.55.
0: <laughs> and I, I have a confession for my fourth child. Um, There are actual pics of the day that were not that day. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I struck out and we totally missed that day. So we're going to call March 5th. The same as March six, and just call them different days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, but along with that, um, where it was like, don't get any more bright ideas for new moms. It was. Um, I really enjoy. <laughs> first, it helps me think back to lots of gifts and toys and um, favorite stuffed animals that my daughter had and what people shared or gave as gifts or, you know, um, recommended for me to use with her. So I, it makes it really vivid. um, But also it was those quiet moments of like looking at her little feet, breastfeeding in the middle of the night, reading a new story. Um, Most of her gifted stories had some message And we've grown from where I'm just recollecting and appreciating it, where she really loves to hear the salutation and the message, and she checks, like, me? And she says her name, (laughs) it's like, it's to me? (laughs) Um, And I don't know, it just helps to imprint it, but it helps to be able to go back to something and kind of recollect with fondness, where... I'm pretty sure in the moment, there was some other moment of the day that was not that moment that I captured that was pulling out my hair or wanting to cry or looking for solitude or trying to remember, you know, who I was before or something. Um, but that's not what the the pause in the moment tends to come with more fondness um, than like lingering Fear or doubt or questioning, um, which is nice. Year two is probably the shift where I started thinking about myself a little bit more, um, remembering the things I enjoyed doing after work. Um, I had changed jobs by then. Between year one and year two, I changed jobs and um, getting to know new people and like feeling torn about how to negotiate that. How much time can I really dedicate to getting to know my new colleagues outside of work environments? How many events can I pass up on before it just seems like I'm always going to say no? Um, and so my lesson was to just uh, sprinkle it in and kind of t- try to take a gauge of what I was needing more. Was I needing to feel fulfilled with scheduling her developmental like activities and exposure and things, you know, that, I was going to, you know, I wasn't going to have the opportunity to do the same thing at another time. Or was it uh, more important that week, that month to make it to something social or have a specific lunch with someone or, you know, integrate myself again um, with my colleagues. Then in this last year, it's the lack of control I would say a lot of two to three I tell everyone who will listen or everyone approaching that stage that two to two and a half is one phase two and a half to um three is another stage that it almost feels like two years in one and they change so much so um accepting separate independent opinion Getting feedback, what to wear, what shoes, if they're going to match, how the hair is. I've given up on the arguments of a bow or a headband or just a ponytail. Um, because I, that lesson, I guess, is reminding myself that I do want her to be independent and outspoken and unique. Um, even if I have to bear with her voice and her opinion and her, you know, her mood or what she, you know what she's into, which is usually the hardest part. It's like really right now you want to mismatch while we're going out in public. Okay, great, let's go. You're dressed. You're you can weather the you, you can weather whatever storm is going on out there. I'll forget about you wearing plaid and polka dots and shimmer all at the same time.
0: <laughs> Fancy Nancy
1: style. <laughs> <laughs> <Smile. laughs>
0: Yeah, I could totally um, agree with that. You have your, you know, pick of the day moments that first year where you're documenting everything. And I feel like within the first year of a child's life, whether they're an infant or just a newly adopted child, um, that first year, you're so honed in on making sure every single milestone is captured somewhere, somehow. And I don't know, I overstressed it that I blogged every single child's journey home and I took those pictures of every day of their life, the first year (laughs) being home to make sure we would remember it all. Um, but of course you had the Facebook worthy, the Instagram worthy post, and then the ones that you took and they're just for your own safekeeping saying, yeah, not every single day was joyful and exciting. And there are many times where I was on, um, the bathroom floor crying slash praying that I can make it through motherhood but reflecting on their seasons one thing I noticed looking back on my parenting because I started with the eight-year-old and then we soon had an infant and then we soon had another infant and then again we just had another infant and it seems like I never move out of the season of potty training I never move out of the season of having someone to bring along that's not really socially acceptable at restaurants or anywhere in public yet. um, All the way to the person that's about to fill out a college application. And so I started dissecting it more of like an individual child by child basis. And I would say like definitely from zero to four you're just learning how more and more to let go and let be (laughs) let go of them and let them be. Cause if you fight it, it just turns out, it just turns into pettiness and you don't really build a good relationship with your child when you're constantly trying to control every aspect of their life. Um, And then that period from like five to 10 is your sweet spot. That's what I call it. I love Five to 10 for multiple reasons one they stop asking you for a lot of things which is nice they can go to the bathroom by themselves for the most part uh they stop wetting the bed which is nice so they don't cause you to have so much laundry um and even with my um First grader now we're approaching. They're like, oh, you bathe yourself. So we're getting into that period where they're going to look dingy sometimes, but they're trying. They're trying their best. <laughs> so you just got to let it go. Be like, okay, today he'll be a little darker than usual, but we'll take care of that on Saturday because we're trying to build, you know, independence here. Um and then, you know, that it, the reason I say up until 10 is a sweet spot, because that is when they want to hear you and they ask for your opinion, not just to say, OK, mom said I can, but they really want to know why you're saying they can. Because and then after 10, 10 to where we are now, 17, um, it's well, you said I could do it, you know, two months ago, so I didn't even have to ask you for permission. I'm just going to go and do it. Um, and they start making those independent decisions, which sometimes you realize, ah, oh, in hindsight, maybe I should explain more why I let that happen two or three times because I was too tired to say no and go through the argument. <laughs> I didn't really agree with you doing that. But now you wrote it as a rule that I agree to it. So now I got to suck it up and just parent you through it. But, um And once they're in that more independent stage where they're making decisions based on previous conversations you've had with them, previous life things that have happened with them, um, it gets a little scary again. You turn back into that, like, first-year parent. You're like, oh, my gosh, don't screw this up. Do not post that picture on Instagram. Do not post that picture on Facebook. Or like I told my oldest the other day, like, no, you are not starting a podcast because you're about to, like – apply for colleges. Nobody cares what you think just yet. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it might just hurt you <laughs> like that. It sounds innovative. Sounds great. But you might say something that might get you not selected for that university. So let's pause on that. Let's wait till you get in to do all these awesome earth shattering things. Um, but that's how I've seen the seasons. And because my kids overlap in seasons, I often feel like I don't, get out of seasons so i tend to have to instead of looking at it like oh my gosh we always have someone in pampers looking at it oh it's only phil that's in pampers and just focus on one by one tam what uh mama t what's been your experience with little Malika?
2: <laughs> i have to laugh because My child was born with just such a strong personality that I don't even know if I can look at it through seasons. It's like, (laughs) you got who you got and what you're going to do about it now. Um, (laughs) I feel like I'm more thematic in the sense of like, that's the theme. Um, And that from like just born to six months to a one, you becoming a one-year-old. It's that seed has always been there, but it's just gotten stronger and stronger in his personality. And I tell him all the time that he's my teacher. He laughs. He goes, "I'm not a teacher." And I say, "Oh, yes, you are. You're teaching me lots of things, like patience and just re-examining myself and being able to laugh at myself and have fun because he's just so silly." So, currently, we are at the season where everything is caca
0: and doo-doo. <laughs> so- <laughs> I don't think that ever ends with boys, to be honest. We still sit around the dining room table and talk about poop and caca. <laughs> yeah,
2: and everything's like, good morning, mama doo like <laughs> Everything finds its way. Um, you know, he learned a, a poem at school and it's like roses are red, violets are blues, sugar is sweet. And so are you mama doodoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Um, but on a ser- more serious note, I think not so much in seasons, but more so in having to accept that one size doesn't fit all. Like when he was about, six months to turning like in between six months and one becoming a one-year-old people would say oh he's gonna start eating he's gonna start sleeping through the night like everyone would give me their updates with like the season for their kid, and my child would never match that milestone uh, with eating and sleeping and doing like really important life skill things that allow you to get rest and rest and uh, rejuvenation And I was like, okay, is it me? Is it my child? Is it the both of us? Um, And so my biggest, like, what am I growing with with my child is just one size doesn't fit all, and it's okay. And he's hitting different milestones at different times, and his seasons look different, and I have to learn how to accept that, which is so fitting for who I am, because my whole life's journey is about acceptance. So, <laughs> okay, this is the this is the journey that I'm on, and you are like the symbol and the part of the great part of the work that is forcing me to hold up the the mirror around acceptance. Um, he's two and a half now, and we're doing less tantruming, but more like stamping. This is what I want, this is how I want it, this is when I want it. And if you don't allow me to have all of those things, if I can't check off all of those boxes, I am not your friend. <laughs>
0: it's like ooh. I like that, that's that's <laughs> hilarious cuz I remember when my kids turned 2, the words that come out of their mouth are the deal is. I'm like, no, there is no deal. We're not negotiating. (laughs) When did I enter into negotiations with a two-year-old? So, yeah, you've entered that stage. Negotiation time. Friendship or rules.
2: (laughs) And then I'm trying to teach him. I'm like, well, you weren't my friends in the first place. (laughs) 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 Yeah, don't know how to be kind and say nice things. Like I am your friend, Mama. And it's Like okay, glad we we got that one dealt with.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> so um, more conniving. Like it's we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna do what you said later. No, no, <laughs> hoping you'll forget later. Exactly. <laughs> like I know you're you're easily distracted. Let me just let you know it's on the lineup. <laughs>
2: It's really it's funny, um, but then he's also just teaching me. Sometimes we just have to be still and pay close attention and listen in, and they they rise to such an occasion. He woke up the other morning, and I'm always. Let me go rewind. I'm always like, how was your day at school? What did you do today? Who did you play with? What did you learn? And it's like, my day was good. Like these very <laughs> generic, vague responses. He wakes up at like five in the morning of the other day. He's like, let's pretend we're looking at the moon. And in my head, I'm like, okay. And he's like, who walks on the moon, mama? And I'm like, oh, in different kinds of stories, you know, sometimes it's different characters. Sometimes the moon is made out of cheese. He's like, no, Neil
0: Armstrong. So oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh.
2: I'm just like, who are you? And so he's, he's always teaching me things in the realm of, like, let's imagine, let's play, let's laugh, but, like, get serious. Like, I'm uh, talking get, so get And serious. then get your facts right.
0: Yeah. Mom, how do you not know about Neil Armstrong yet? Yeah.
2: So he's just teaching me, like, you have to appreciate moment by moment
0: because you just never know what you're going to get. <laughs> I know. I often tell my boys, I'm like, you guys are the great crash course on being long-suffering. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> every time I think I got it, I got a new child to prove me, no, you still need growth in that area. You're not long-suffering enough. Um <laughs> But, yeah, and patience, oh my goodness! Oh. Don't ever pray for patience or ask for patience. You'll just get a child <laughs> <laughs> to teach you it some shape or form,
1: so, what's mending us this week?
0: baseball season (laughs) can i just i'm sorry my outlet with my boys that helps like everything disappear is whatever extracurricular activity they got going on like my oldest his theater production that happened this weekend was amazing he was the lead in um the importance of being earnest and he just did a smashing job i i know i heard him like rehearsing And even being theatrically awkward at dinner sometimes where he would just sit there and say his (laughs) lines out loud and we're like, we're trying to have a real conversation here. But he's like, no, there was a lot of dialogue, mom. You just don't understand. You don't understand. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I would never get up in front of a whole bunch of people and perform anything. Um, So seeing him do that was like a definite mend. And then. My next child started baseball and machine pitch. There's nothing that fires me more up than a sport. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, yes, let's crush that baseball. Let's let's get all our energy out right here on the field. You should not go home feeling like you have energy to play basketball or any other sport. But you just want to eat something, take a bath and go to sleep. (laughs) Like That's the goal. And then we got gymnastics and then the little guys just old enough, I realized this past week, to start soccer. So that's what's mending me this week is all their extracurricular activities and seeing them excel. I'm trying to
2: think specifically of what's mending me because it's more like being able to get things accomplished which sounds crazy but it's like okay you have picture day coming up we got to get a haircut but then you also have like sports and then you have this and you and it's like when i can actually get all of these things done no one was hurt we laughed throughout it um things got accomplished with great joy i'm just like whew, okay all right we can <laughs> this, this <laughs> momentum can keep us going for the following week um i would say that and just Learning to laugh, learning to laugh at myself with my child. And um he loves to play basketball every day, all day in our living room. It is a court. He now gets the microphone and he's like, you have to report everything I'm doing while I play. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Um, but just having fun. Like learning to have fun with that, even if I am tired. Because the moment that I start having fun, I forget about how tired I am, and it just becomes another deposit for him and like joyous moment for me. Even though I'm like, oh my goodness, it's seven forty, and you still need to bathe and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so pass me that microphone. All right, <laughs>
0: gloves, rider number three. from downtown. <laughs>
1: awesome um my men's were helping me get through not feeling so well having like a sinus infection kind of thing going on so it was a mix of some work wins and um, one-on-one activity time also Uh, friday we took about 50 young ladies to a girls on wall street event and they were able to visit Um, the New York Stock Exchange and two other companies and learn about being in finance. We kind of opened it up to students interested in finance, but also those that are not exactly sure where they want to go. But it was an exciting day of seeing our students rise to things outside the box, right? Getting to school super early. Um, after the hustle and bustle of like making sure you had disclosures and things signed, all of the things that we can sometimes let get in our way. And we kind of saw who rose to that challenge. Um, then there was weather um, conditions that morning. Um, I was definitely tested when a brake light on my car that I had just gotten replaced got cracked again within five days of fixing it. And we make it down there and we're hearing these great stories, but feeling more importantly, so welcomed because our kids will get intimidated by the building you're walking into just the checkpoint at security, who these professionals are, but the event was geared towards them and that really did come across. Um, They're welcoming vibe, tons of volunteers hearing different stories from first-generation college students, change of careers, and all of that was really exciting, and it culminated with the closing bell at the Stock Exchange and a little, um, like a cocktail, little event for them with a performance. And they were so happy at the end of it, besides the tired faces in the morning, or that we went to three different venues, or all the hustle and bustle. Um, Taking pictures by the fearless girl, um, downtown the financial district um, they were so grateful and excited and motivated and had great questions and made great connections so that set me off to a great weekend and then um, it was just my daughter and I for her ballet class and from the first thing in the morning it was just very chipper and excited that there was snow all over Um, doing really well in her class getting to share videos of her participating because we still don't know what that final production will look like in june (laughs) but all of that um you know just added to feeling complete after feeling a little worn down by being sick
0: Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Torn and are able to walk away um, with some practical steps, some practical things to implement of just enjoying and the seasons of life that you're in with your child, um, or if you're looking to become a mom, the seasons of life that you'll get to experience with your child. And don't forget to subscribe and drop us comments or a rating. Um, next week we'll be talking about mommy adult time. Does it exist? well you're gonna have to tune in to find out and meme if you want to tell folks how they could get connected with us
1: yes so share your torn moments or suggest amend at tornmlb at gmail.com follow us at tornmlb on instagram twitter and facebook
2: for mommies bye mommies thank you